This is Rama for Today. And so I don't know everything, but thank God for the part I do know, and I'm constantly learning, praise the Lord. And I think that as we develop spiritually and as we grow, that we'll see some of these things in a little different light than what we see them now. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I, I teach here every year the students on the gifts of the Spirit. But I see that in a little different light, some of it in a little different light this year than it did last year. See, and that's the reason I say to them, don't accept the final word from me or anybody else that that's the final word on the subject because we're going to learn more, hallelujah, as we grow more. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the Spirit Within and the Spirit Upon, Volume 2. Next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now then, let's, uh, let's back up just a little bit and reiterate something else because it's sort of new thinking for us. It's different than what you ordinarily hear. Begin with the fourth verse and read down through the seventh now. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations... But it's the same God which worketh all in all, but the manifestation of the Spirit. Now, you see, actually, he's literally talking about three different things. He's talking about gifts. He's talking about administrations. He's talking about operations. But he calls all of them manifestations. Notice that? Now, of these nine manifestations of the Spirit, and as I said now, speaking generally, they are gifts in the sense that anything that's given is a gift. But actually, four of them are really in the Scriptures designated as gifts. And that is prophecy, diverse kinds of tongue, interpretation of tongue, and gifts of healings. Three of them, you'll find, are designated or are actually administration. That's the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and discern the spirit. Two of them would come under the operation, that is, the uh, special faith and the working of miracles. Now, uh, we looked at some length about the speaking with tongues because speaking with tongues is a very varied subject. And though tongues are all the same in essence, they're different in purpose and use. And we found that there were at least three scriptural uses of speaking with tongue. Number one, always manifested when folks receive this experience of being baptized with the Holy Ghost or filled with the Holy Ghost. Then secondly, tongues are used in worship in a private manner for you in worshiping God and singing, in praying. And if we were studying on the subject of prayer, we'd go into great detail about that. Thank God for the Holy Ghost in this area of life. Amen. Paul said, if I pray, if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayers. Hallelujah. Thank God for the privilege of our spirit praying apart from our understanding. And then third use of speaking with tongues is, is in addressing the church with the sister gift of interpretation of tongues, which is equivalent to prophecy. All of them are inspired utterances, are utterance, and all of them are prophecy, actually, in its varied form. Remember Paul said here in 1 Corinthians 14, 
Greater is he that prophesieth than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret. Talking about in the church, you understand. Now notice he said, except he interpret. So therefore, he's just simply saying that tongues with interpretation is equivalent to prophecy. Sometimes we call it prophecy. Then we'll notice that uh, when it comes to the gifts of healings, that they are in the plural. And I don't know that any of us know. In fact, I know we don't. Because Paul, who wrote this himself, said he didn't know everything. He said, right here, sandwiched in between the 12th and the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians, Paul said, we know in part. And we prophesy in part, didn't he? Remember reading that? Well, in case you didn't, look at this 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians and notice the ninth verse. For we know in part. Now, the very man that's writing this letter, the very man, the Apostle Paul, that's telling us by the inspiration of the Spirit about these manifestations of the Spirit, said we know in part. So if you think you're going to know all of it, then you'd be beyond Paul. So there wouldn't be any need for you to read half the New Testament because you're out beyond that. When you get out beyond the Word of God, you're out too far for me. <laughs> Amen. Are you listening to me? And I'm afraid you're really out too far for God and out in the territory where the devil's going to deceive you. Yeah, I've run into a few folks that said, well, yeah, we're, one fellow said, man, I'm way out beyond that book and throwed the Bible down on the floor. I don't need that anymore. I, I notice he's way out beyond it. <laughs> Wasn't long until they were considering taking him to the asylum. He got too far out beyond it. Amen. No, you don't get out beyond the word. The Bible said the word and the spirit agree. But you see, uh, we know in part, Paul said, you see, when he said we, he put himself in on that, didn't he? Well, we know in part, and we prophesy in part. And so I don't know everything, but thank God for the part I do know, and I'm constantly learning, praise the Lord. And I think that as we develop spiritually and as we grow, that we'll see some of these things in a little different light than what we see them now. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Uh, I, I teach here every year, the students on the gifts of the Spirit. But I see that in a little different light, some of it in a little different light this year than it did last year. See, and that's the reason I say to them, don't accept the final word from me or anybody else if that's the final word on the subject because we're going to learn more, hallelujah, as we grow more. But let's thank God for the part we know and walk in the light of the part that we do know. Amen. Isn't that right? And then just stay open to God to learn and to grow with him. Now, as I said, generally speaking, of course, all of them are, uh, are gifts. You know, when you, uh, when the way we speak in English, and I guess other languages too, you know, if you speak generally, words mean one thing. When you speak specifically, they mean something else. And I use as an illustration quite frequently, the word miracle. Like we talk about miracle fabrics, miracle detergents, miracle drugs. See a beautiful sunset, said that's just a miracle of nature. And, you know, you see the beautiful fall of the year about this, 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 this spell just about got rid of the leaves around here, but the leaves are turning, you know, as you drive through the mountains and it's so beautiful, you know, said, oh, that's just a miracle. Just a miracle. Well, uh, the way we use the word loosely and Generally, that's so, but yet the, the dictionary said that a miracle is a divine intervention in the ordinary course of nature. That's one definition. 
Well, none of those things are miracles specifically, yet generally speaking, the way we loosely use the term, they are. Now, the same way with gifts. You, you see, generally, overall speaking, anything that's given is a gift, you see. And so he talks about for to one is given the word of wisdom, the manifestation of it, or the word of knowledge. And yet, right on the other hand, as we use gifts in a different way, for instance, if I gave you a birthday gift, for instance, I gave you this watch. It was given to me. It's a very nice watch. One of our board members gave it to me. It's a Rolex, you know, the president, the very best one, you know, that they sell. And uh, he gave it to me as, as, a, as a Christmas present. Well, now, if I were to say, I'm just going to give this to this fellow here. I gave it to him as a gift, you see. Well, it's given to me a gift. I can do what I want to. I can give it to him if I want to. He could give it to somebody else if he wanted to. Or else just go out here and throw it in the lake if he wanted to. Or else just go home, put it up in the chest of drawers or somewhere and forget it. Well, you see, in that sense, there's no such thing as spiritual gifts because you can't do what you want to with them. Are, are you following me? Amen. They are manifested as the Spirit wills. So, you see, I think it's, uh, that's the reason it's so difficult sometimes in explaining these things is because, you see, uh, uh, we, we have different meanings uh, when we speak in generally to words and then when we speak specifically, the word means something else. So that's the reason I wanted to keep going over that to make that very clear to us. Now, let's look here at these manifestations of the Spirit. These manifestations of the Spirit, and it's, it's safe to call them manifestations because that's what the Word of God calls them here. Notice also that these manifestations of the Spirit are divided into three groups. And that there are three of them that reveal something. And there are three of them that do something. And there are three of them that say something. Now, that's the simplest way to put it. Or we could say it another way. There are three gifts of revelation or three manifestations of revelation. If I use the word gift now here, I'm using it in a general loose sense, you understand. And there are three gifts or manifestations, uh, the power gifts or power manifestations. That is, you see, the gift or the manifestation of special faith. You see, the manifestation is given to you. Now, I like it. I've been there when it's in manifestation. You see, it's not just put into your hands that you can use when you wanted to. Because, see, that's the reason that we push every button, say everything we ever said in the same place, and nothing happens. But then here the Spirit of God comes on us. And here the manifestation comes. Now, you see, just with common, ordinary, general faith, you know, well, we can help other people by joining our faith to theirs to receive things that God has promised in his word. If two of you agree on earth, touch anything that should be done, you see. And, uh, and I can gain faith to receive whatever God's word promises by reading what his word said. You see, just like a child, you know, if, uh, if, if the parent said, well, you know, they're looking at a certain toy, we'll just get that for you for Christmas. You know, I'd be a Christmas present. Well, now, they've got faith to believe that now because they told them that. When God tells me in his word something's mine, I can have faith to believe that, you see. That's what I call ordinary faith. But see, when it comes to things out beyond the word of God, then I'm going to have to have a manifestation of the special faith or else I'm not going to get it. Or if it comes to helping someone else, for instance, if some reason or another that you're not able to get the word of God over to them, well, you see, you can't get the Word of God over to an insane person because you've got to go through their mind to get into their spirits. And so that's the reason you have to have the manifestation of the Spirit.
Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer begins with the book by Kenneth Hagan entitled Called of God. The next book in this offer is from Lynette Hagan entitled God's Positioning System. The next in this offer is the CD from Craig Hagan entitled The Greater Mentality. And last but not least is the CD from Denise Hagan Burns entitled Holy Spirit, The Ultimate Best Friend. All this for the special price of $30. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We are going to be in Washington State. Yes, March, Tacoma, Washington. That's right, March 29th through the 31st at By His Word Christian Center. Pastors Jan and Sue Butler, they're in Tacoma, Washington. And then we're going to move over for April 1, 2, and 3 to Spokane, Washington. Yes. Uh, there with the Spokane Christian Center with uh, Pastors Rick and Linda Sharkey. Uh-huh. And... Uh, you can go online at rhema.org and find out anything about our crusade schedule or whatever's going on or where we're going to be in the next crusade. But Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on The Spirit Within and The Spirit Upon, Volume 2. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.